Welcome to the Moment of Truth podcast, seeking out truth above confusion, where we stand divided, truth can bring us together, fixing our eyes on things above while cutting through the noise below. Join me as we journey through our Moment of Truth. Welcome to the Moment of Truth podcast. Today we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. While it was awesome and fun, there was also some things going on that were just not great and we need to speak truth into these things. So we're going to touch on a really demonic event that happened at the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about a anti-Christian Christian commercial. We're also going to talk about why we're allowed to have pharmaceutical people sponsor and have ads in the Super Bowl, and why we're one of the only countries in the entire world who allow that to happen. So let's dive into some of these topics. So first, let me just say, it really freaks me out that Taylor Swift brought this ice spice person to the Super Bowl. It freaks me out that she's friends with people who have no issue doing demonic hand rituals and witchcraft on live television, and who purposely do it the moment the camera is on them. If you missed it, The Jumbotron had a camera shot of Taylor Swift. I think she was chugging a beer with a friend. The moment the camera was there and Ice Spice knew the camera was on her, she proceeded to do what looked like a very demonic and witchcraft hand curse or hand ritual. She did the the sign for the devil with both of her hands. She then did this very weird like hand motion and her hands like crossed over each other and then they went up and grabbed her upside down cross. She gave it a little shake while she was kind of like twitching her neck and it looked like she was saying something like under her breath. It was freaky. When I saw this, immediately my discernment kicked in and I was like, that is demonic. That is a satanic ritual happening on camera. It is a curse. I don't know what she was saying. I don't know the type of things she was speaking out and the curse that she was doing, but it was purposeful. It was done the moment the camera was on her. Guys, the demonic does not hide in America anymore. A couple months ago, there was a satanic shrine in the Iowa State Capitol. That need, that should tell you everything you need to know about the state of our country right now. The The demons aren't scared because this country is not under God right now. They aren't scared. They are having a heyday in our country right now. On live TV during the Super Bowl, someone does a satanic witchcraft ritual, little hand ritual curse. And if you are not familiar with talking about spiritual things, even if you're a Christian who doesn't understand the gravity of the spiritual realm, let me tell you this is serious. I have been fortunate enough that God has used me in very intense demonic situations where I have actually, like as Jesus instructed us in the New Testament, Jesus said, you will continue on my work. That is why he told the disciples, do not leave from this place until the Holy Spirit comes on you because you will continue on my mission. You will cast demons out in my name. You will heal the sick. You will give sight to the blind. And yes, you will bring people into the kingdom of heaven, but you will also do those things because of the Holy Spirit. And that is why, that is part of why Jesus died. Jesus died to save us, but he also died to release his Holy Spirit onto us and to continue out his ministry. And so the disciples, they were casting out demons and things like that. And that is the work that we are called to still do. That is why we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 
And several years ago, when I was out doing ministry full time, when I was being, when I was a missionary, even before I went into missions, when I was just doing ministry pretty much full time with friends, we would go out on the streets of Chicago, we would go out on the streets of surrounding towns in Illinois. We encountered things. We were praying over people. One time we were literally casting demons out of this person and this person, they started to manifest. We were praying and as they were praying, they literally lifted up the guitar they were holding and we're going to smash it on us. And as we prayed, that stopped. Like (laughs) it was the craziest thing. And this sounds wild to people who don't understand it, but the spiritual realm is so real. Christians, you know the power of God. You know the power of heaven. You know the Bible. Well, I would hope that you do. Why be so ignorant about the satanic that goes on? And so many Christians now, they're they're so unaware. And it is, it's crazy to me how unaware Christians are. You have some Christians who literally support every liberal idea, which is completely anti-God and completely fueled by the demonic. And they do not realize what they are doing. Back in the Old Testament, when Moses was in Pharaoh's courts and they were basically testing him, okay, you do this, you do this, right? Moses did it. And then the sorcerers of the courts were able to do the same tricks. They called it their tricks, right? Because they were harnessing magic and sorcery. But they were able to do the similar things like turn the staff into a snake. They were able to do these things because they were harnessing demonic powers while what Moses was doing was being given to him from God. This is also why psychics can see things that actually happen because they're harnessing the demonic to see things. Whereas Christians who are prophetic recognize that this is only a gift given to them through the Holy Spirit. So to be naive about the spiritual realm is a is something that we cannot tolerate in our Christian walk. And when we see things like curses and witchcraft and satanic rituals happening on live television, we need to rise up in, as Christians and we need to pray. We need to pray over every single person that was at that stadium that that curse breaks off of them in the name of Jesus. We need to pray that every single person that that was that cast of that spell was sent out for, that it is void and that Jesus has that just fall to the ground and go back to the pits of hell where it came from. We need to be strong and bold in our faith to recognize and discern these moments and to pray and also pray for ourselves. When we see these things, like the eyes are like a gate to our soul, right? So when we see these things and consume this media, we need to say, Lord Jesus, I I rebuke that off of my life. I rebuke it off of my family. I do not accept that curse that I just witnessed. And I send send that back to the pits of hell. And we need to cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. This is where we need to be at in our spiritual walk because this country right now needs that level of discernment. It requires it. There is this witch on TikTok who said that she she's a school teacher and she says that when her kids come into her classroom in the morning, she sends out little spiritual darts, spiritual darts at them. And she can always tell which one of her students has a praying parent. She can tell which student has a parent that prays over that kid because the spiritual dart will fall right back. It will literally like deflect off of that child. Like they have the actual Holy Spirit hedge of protection on that child. She will be throwing these spiritual darts, she said, throughout the day at the kids, which is sick. It's so sick, but this is what the demonic does. And any kid who has a praying parent 
it won't touch them. It cannot touch them. And this is an actual practicing witch talking about this. And some of you are probably like, oh, witchcraft isn't real. It's just this. It's just this. Please, I welcome you to find someone who's lived in Nigeria. I have many friends who've lived in Nigeria. Witchcraft is a daily occurrence for them because they have practicing witch doctors in their towns. They have seen, I've heard stories of my friend from Nigeria. They've seen someone who's a witch literally walk through a wall. They have heard of the witch in the town. People will go to the witch They'll pay them. They'll be like, I want this person dead. The witch, the witch will like say a curse or whatever. And the person will literally like fall dead in their home the next day. Crazy things. But you need to recognize that this is real. It has no power over you if you are in Christ. But you need to recognize that it is real so you can pray against it. A couple of years ago, I was on this fitness retreat with like top Instagram fitness influencers, right? And one of the girls that was there, she said that she was a witch. Her grandma was a witch. She said when she was a kid, her grandmother would basically do witchcraft over them. If she was sick, her grandma would try to like say, her grandma would like say a spell, right? To make them better, whatever. And now she was a witch, which is terrifying because she has a kid. And she would, she talks about these things. And like, it's just, it's just so, so normal. She would talk about how things would work like how actual like curses and spells would work. Go to the Pacific Northwest. The Pacific Northwest, it's very real there. Walk into any bookstore in Portland, there'll be not just one section of a bookstore, an entire floor of a bookstore filled with spell books, spilled with satanic books for rituals and things. This is real, guys. It's not just some fooey made up stuff. There's, this is actually embedded in our society and in the world. When I was in Nepal, there was people who were like shamans, right? And there was different levels. If you were wearing orange, you were kind of just like a regular guru, right? If you were wearing black, it meant that you basically had to entertain a level of essentially dark magic to attain the level of power that you were at that you're at as like this shaman guru and I forget the specific term that they use for those people but when I would walk by and we were walk by praying in these temples and when I would see someone who was wearing black their eyes looked like they had no soul their eyes were scary to look at it literally looked like you were looking into a demon because these people do things like sacrifices and drinking blood and things like that like this is dark this is real and when you have someone doing it at the super bowl it's just so crazy it is so crazy and the average person isn't gonna see it the average person isn't gonna see taylor swift and her friend chugging a beer but in the same camera shot you see this demonic witchcraft curse ritual happening right there and it was done purposefully. I'm not saying any of this to intimidate, to scare, to instill fear. I know probably it's a really weird concept for some of you to grasp, but we need to recognize that this is nothing new. All of this has been happening since biblical times. That is why the Lord said, have nothing to do with witchcraft, have nothing to do with sorcery, have nothing to do with worshiping the stars, have nothing to do with all of this, because all of this is literally going to result in death to your spirit. And we need to be praying over these people because they do not know what they're doing. They do not know. And maybe some of them do know. Maybe some of them do know that you know, they're going to go to hell and that this darkness is inside of them. Maybe they do know that, but a lot of them are probably so unaware because they've just opened the door to this demonic realm and they, they just don't know the gravity of what those choices mean. So we need to pray for their salvation. We need to pray that the spirit of the Lord is just going to like go out 
and just touch these people and bring them back to his kingdom. And the other thing I want to talk about on the same lines of bringing people back to the Lord's kingdom, this Christian commercial that was on, that was like, Jesus is for us. I don't remember the tagline, people washing each other's feet and things like that. While the message is good, it is a good idea. It was not a God idea because what this preached and even their website talks about it. I went to their website today is that Jesus was inclusive. Sending out the message of inclusivity and that Jesus was inclusive while good intentions, it is wrong. Jesus, yes, Jesus did not turn anyone away. Jesus welcomed people, all kinds of people with open arms. I mean, his best friends and disciples were some of the lowest people in society, but you know what? They were not low anymore once they met him. Yes, Like the commercial showed, Jesus did wash feet, but he did more than wash feet. He washed away sins. And this commercial completely left out that aspect. This commercial honestly feels like it was either written by extreme liberal Christians or just liberals who aren't even Christian because their website says they don't belong to a certain faith or denomination or charity, whatever they are. They said that they don't belong to a certain thing. So what this feels like is it's actually probably liberals who are perverting the gospel to fit their own narrative. And like I said, I, uh, I'm i thankful to see, you know, things about Jesus being talked about because like I'm reading with my Bible study right now in Philippians, whether the intentions are good or not, Jesus is being talked about. And that's great. I'm glad that Jesus is being talked about, but this could lead people to stray and to continue living in their sin, which is why the commercial needed to go a step further if it actually wanted to talk about the gospel. Jesus was inclusive. He welcomed everyone. That is true. But there needs to be an and statement onto that. Otherwise, you're perverting the scriptures. Jesus welcomed everyone and told them to sin no more. He never left anyone unchanged. Yes, He would have welcomed a trans person or a homosexual person or a person struggling in their sin. He would have welcomed a murderer. He would have welcomed a prostitute. He would have welcomed them, but he would leave them healed and no longer living in that sin. Jesus would say yes, or excuse me, Jesus never said, oh yes, you're welcome to come. Yes, just keep living as you're living. Keep living life under your demonic oppression, but just go to church and, and know me. And then when you go home from church, just keep living in sin. No, full stop. Jesus said, as you get to know me, you will be changed. And if not, then like in Matthew 7, Jesus would say, depart from me. You never knew me. A person living under sin or demonic oppression spends time with Jesus and never changes. Like in Matthew 7, he would say, depart from me. You never knew me. Because if you're a Christian and you're walking with Jesus and you get the in, you go through baptism, you get the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, you are going to change. That is why you hear people who were once living as homosexuals have now completely changed and they're now living for Christ. Jesus just doesn't leave people unchanged. And I'm really sick of this wishy-washy gospel, this feel-good gospel that is anything but truth. Jesus didn't come to make us feel good about living a life that is in direct opposition of his word. In Luke 12, 51, Jesus said, do you think I came to bring peace to earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two, and two against three. Again, in Matthew 10, 34, Jesus said, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus came to divide the spirit between things of God and things of the devil. And he came to bring restoration to those places. 
He came to accept the people as they are, but then to cut like a sword and say, do not live in that sin anymore. So what the commercial was trying to do, I get it. And I respect that it was trying to have the right intention. It can send the wrong message to people without proper teaching. Jesus cared for people, but he didn't excuse their sin. And he always left them transformed. The commercial did get it right at the end. And on their website too, it says how Jesus didn't teach hate, but he sure as heck did not teach tolerance. And I think, as I stated earlier, with recognizing the need for discernment from what was caught live on the Super Bowl and this commercial, Christians, we need to elevate our level of discernment. Because most Christians will be like, oh, heck yeah, there's a commercial about Jesus. Awesome, right? Like, go God. But that's where discernment comes in and be like, wait, this commercial is kind of sending the wrong message. And it's also sending the message of if you're a Christian who speaks out against those things, then you're not actually a Christian because Jesus taught inclusion and Jesus didn't teach hate. So it's kind of like calling out, oh, well, if you're a Christian who speaks out against abortion, if you speak out against trans, if you speak out against this, this, and this, right, then you're not actually like Jesus because Jesus didn't teach hate. Well, it's not hate because I'm not going to let If my friend is a struggling addict, I am not going to let them be a struggling addict alone. I'm going to support them, but I'm also going to lead them to freedom. If I have a friend who is living in such a dark way, yes, I'm going to love them. I am not going to leave them alone, but guess what? I am not going to let them live a life of struggle and live a life of oppression. I'm I'm just not going to do that because that's Jesus. It is that is what Jesus taught. He taught us to love them enough to call out sin and to bring them into freedom. And this commercial missed that mark completely. Just to wrap up, the last thing, nothing really faith-based or spiritual, just the fact that there was a Pfizer commercial, a very lengthy Pfizer commercial. Pfizer was one of the sponsors. It is asinine that we allow this to happen, that we allow a pharmaceutical company to advertise during the Super Bowl and to be a sponsor. Did you know that we are literally only one of two countries in the entire world where it is legal to advertise pharmaceuticals? Us in New Zealand, that's it. It is illegal everywhere else in the world. You can fact check me. Google it. It's true. So every time you see a pharmaceutical commercial where they're like, oh, take this for this, but it may also kill you. Yeah, those ads, those are illegal everywhere else in the world except for us in New Zealand. So Pfizer, Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey, getting his $20 million deal for that one Pfizer commercial. Yeah, that's illegal everywhere else in the world. You can't use celebrities to endorse a pharmaceutical product because it's crazy. It's manipulative and it's brainwashing your society. And other countries are smart enough to realize this. They also realize that profiting off of people's illnesses is morally wrong. Yet in America, it is totally encouraged. So it's, it's wild to me when I saw that Pfizer commercial, I, and I knew it. I knew before the Super Bowl started that we would not get through the night without a Pfizer commercial. I actually said this out loud before the Super Bowl even started. And I was correct because that's just how America is right now. We want to glorify the pharmaceutical industry. We want to profit off of sickness and disease rather than on instilling healthy virtues and healthy lifestyles for people. We want to steer everyone into thinking that they need something that is ultimately not the healthiest for them. Pharmaceutical industry is so corrupt. It is so corrupt. And it was no shock to see them as a sponsor and to see them advertise during the Super Bowl. And it shouldn't be allowed. Us in New Zealand, the only countries where the is legal and it should not happen. 
Anyways, take that how you want. I feel like that should wake up something inside of you to realize that we are one of the only countries where it's legal here and think deeper on that. Truly, like think deeper on why that is. Out of every single country in the world, why us and only one other country allows that to happen. Anyways, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. I pray you got something out of it. If you got something out of it, please rate the show. Please share it. I would love to see this grow even more and impact more people. So thank you so much for listening to today's moment of change and today's moment of truth that is so desperately needed. Mm -hmm.